This is a Black Bees production. Welcome to episode number three of the Black Bees podcast. It's been a long time since I recorded a podcast because the weather was bad and I was recording outside in my backyard and it didn't stop raining for like four months, it seemed. And now I have an opportunity to record another podcast. I've tried to record podcasts several times with other people. They wanted to talk about literally aliens from outer space. But there's been some difficulties in arranging that stuff, so... I've reached out to Soul Force Revolution. Check out Soul Force Revolution on YouTube for the latest and greatest videos in Flat Universe. That's what we're going to talk about on this episode of Black Bees Podcast 108. Podcast 108. I have a new equipment. A new equipment. I have some new equipment. Pieces of new equipment that I'm using, and I have a new location so I can bring to you better sound for your enjoyment. Uh, let's see here. I'm just going to, before I forget, I'm going to go on my phone to my Instagram. That's where you guys have been reaching out to me. At black.b is on Instagram, and someone contacted me. And Andre Wagner, photographer, is his name is their name, I should say, because I didn't ask Andrea what they wanted to be called. He looks like a fine gentleman, and he has nice photography on Instagram, and he simply asked me to mention it. So here I am mentioning Andre Wagner, photographer on Instagram. As I was saying earlier, I was going to make this podcast about Flat Universe. I said the earth was flat at work the other day and my co-workers looked genuinely scared so we're gonna run through some things here i've been talking to my best friend about the earth being flat and so let's go over some quick things the earth actually isn't flat it's the universe that's flat and it's kind of like a snow globe that both has a top ethereal sky dome realm and the underneath dome realm And the living area is actually flat, and there are concentric islands uh, emanating from the center. And they get, each one is double the size of the one before it, and many of these lands are inhabited by other different various types of human beings and animals. And that, to me, would explain how the animals could disappear and not go extinct, and the different animals from past lore, um, sci-fi stuff, aliens, things like that, monkey people, bird people, lizard people, uh, what else, elephant people, tiger people, lion people, people like that. Um, So the reason why we need to talk about this is because there is a lot of devotees out there who don't jive with this talk because they haven't done their holy homework. Canto 5 in the Srimad Bhagavatam explains Bhumandala and the entire universe being something like 44 quadrillion miles long, wide, and it being a flat, um, concentric, a circular disc-like area in which we reside 
And there's a lot of people out there that have uh, compelling information. There's also been some information lately that seems to prove that it's not true. But there are some things that really um, convince me. Um, For example, I was looking up some examples, and I'm just going to say here, the flight... The flight's um, patterns don't make sense. Um, Here, I'll just read one. On a ball earth, Johannesburg, South Africa, to birth Australia, should be a straight shot over the Indian Ocean with the convenient refueling possibilities on Mauritius or Madagascar. In actual practice, however, most Johannesburg to Perth flights curiously stop over in either Dubai, Hong Kong, or Malaysia, all of which make no sense on a ball but are completely understandable when mapped on a flat earth. So that kind of makes sense to me around there. And uh, so that's an example. There's many other ones. Here's another one. On a ball earth, Santiago, Chile to Johannesburg, South Africa should be an easy flight, all taking place below the Tropic of Capricorn in the Southern Hemisphere. Yet every listed flight makes a curious refueling over Senegal near the Tropic of Cancer in the Northern Hemisphere first. When mapped on a flat earth, the reason why is clear to see. However, Senegal is actually directly in a straight line path halfway between the two. Line path and a straight line path. In a straight line path... So those are pretty interesting and neat examples. Um, My favorite one, though, is the one with the railroad. Here, I'm looking it up. The railroad dudes. Here's the uh, quote. A surveyor and engineer of 30 years published in the Birmingham Weekly Mercury stated, I am thoroughly acquainted with the theory and practice of civil engineering. However bigoted some of our professors may be in the theory of surveying according to the prescribed rules. It is well known amongst us that such theoretical measures are incapable of any practical illustration. All of our locomotives are designed to run on what may be regarded as true levels or flats. There are, of course, partial inclines or gradients here and there, but they are always inaccurately they are always accurately defined and must be carefully traversed. But anything approaching to eight inches in the mile increasing at the square of the distance, could not be worked by any engine that was ever constructed, that was ever yet constructed. Taking one station with another, all over England and Scotland, it may be stated that all the platforms are on the same relative level. The distance between eastern and western coasts off of England may be set down as 300 miles. If the prescribed curvature was indeed as represented, the central stations at Rugby or Warwick ought to be close upon three miles higher than a cord drawn from the two extremities. If such was the case, there is not a driver or stoker within the kingdom that would be found to take charge of the train. I love how he says that. We can only laugh at those of your readers who seriously give us credit for such venturesome exploits as running trains around spherical curves. Horizontal curves on levels are dangerous enough. Vertical curves would be a thousand times worse. And with our rolling stock constructed as present, physically impossible. So once again, I'd like to mention that I was doing some research with Soul Force Revolution. And you should check out Soul Force Revolution on YouTube's and uh, yo, what up, Soul Force? Uh, check it out. If you uh, get at me, get at you. Yo, what up? You can be on my podcast, and we can start talking about this, about driving trains in circles, in spheres. 
Driving trains around a sphere. Driving trains around a sphere. Eating guns and drinking meat and driving trains around spheres and Once again, I'd like to mention that Podcast 108 endorses Tulsi Gabbard for president. Aloha. Tool's new album, Fear Inoculum, 13 years in the making. They are done with their five-record deal. I would assume that that would be Undertow as number one, Anima as number two, Lateralis as number three, being 10,000 Days would be number four, with Fear Inoculum being number five. I know a lot about Tool, and it helped me become a devotee. I got a cool too, tattoo. And um, during the Lateralis days, I had the tattoo before I even went to the concert. And that was one of my first concerts that I went to that I remember the most. Anyways, um, yeah, so Fear Inoculum, it seems more is about Maynard this time around. Talking about, uh, you know, some personal stuff that he seems to be going through as an aging artist. Tool keeps mentioning how they're getting old. But it doesn't seem to be affecting their music too much from what I'm seeing. I have been seeing some parallels between the uh, content on the new Tool album and the Tulsi Gabbard persona because of the um, warrior. Warrior struggling to remain relevant. It seems that like um, what we thought that our military was and had represented is no longer because I certainly identify with that, having both of my grandfathers having served in the military and um, one of them as police officer, and both of them um, not making it past 60 very far or to 60 at all, um, and that not feeling like America really, you know, uh, comp- recompensated or reimbursed my grandfathers for their service that they provided. So I really identify with the message of Tulsi Gabbard. And uh, what does that have to do with our spirituality? Well, I heard Maynard say in a podcast that it would have been better if, during the previous election if a female was elected simply for our spiritual well-being. So, But I think uh, at this point we're going a bit beyond that and we're getting into the realm of not nuclear annihilating ourselves. And what does this have to do with spirituality and 108 and podcast 108 is when you're talking about deceiving people and lying to people and then you start to get so considering that uh, maybe the maybe the earth is flat and maybe there are secret lands that are right near here that would make you not afraid but um, it, it almost seems that if there were, let's say that there are, there is a secret conspiracy of conservative Illuminati reptile alien people, right? And, they've, and they're shapeshifters that have come here to take over the government, which I don't even think, I mean, that seems that seemed cute back in the day, that idea, but I don't think they let those people be Hollywood actors. I'm not sure. But... Um, if that were really happening, and then, you know, it would stand to reason that perhaps we'd be being lied to. And the, those people that realize that, that's why they're not concerned with global warming or extinction of animals and stuff like that, because they know that there's more land than there is here. That doesn't make it okay. 
of course, there's no justifying destroying things and suffocating the air that you live in. But it does make sense that if... I mean, here's one thing that I've been considering. If there, if the sky is completely open, and the sky is infinite, because I don't believe that it's trapped in at all when it comes to the flat universe. I don't believe it's trapped in at all, right? So say the sky is infinite plane, okay? Or, or let's just say it's 44 quadrillion miles long, right? Just for because that's what the Vedas say, right? And the devotees got to get down with the knowledge, got to do your holy homework um like like uh raleigh theodore soccer's you have to study your holy homework anyways if that were true i mean it makes sense why that we can put a billion zillion pounds of toxic waste into the sky and not kill ourselves but yet if we had something as bad you know the in theory, scientists will say, if we have something as bad as Mount St. Helens, it will suffocate us all and we'll die because the sky will blacken out. And that's part of, that's also part of the Atlantean reptile earth globe, globe dome conspiracy of uh, trapping people in. Um, this is the, you, that's how we're going to go out is that the sun's going to get darkened over or the, or the, you know, uh, the, the uh, ashes are going to fill the sky. And it just seems that we have we have already put too much stuff into the sky as it is, and that we'd already have done ourselves in. That's just my opinion about that. Do do do. Getting shit done, getting shit done spiritually with spiritual people. Gee, it's hard to do. I've been trying to do projects with lots of people for a really long time. I've been trying to support many artists and what they are doing, and it's difficult there's no time there's a time matrix vortex that's sucking me in and i need to find more time so if you have the time please contact me at blackbees.net you can also get at us me me us you can get us you can get at they you can catch they outside at black.bees on instagram that's at black.bees on instagram and you can catch us on there and then also we're on other places, too, if you look, and you can find a Slack. Have you guys ever heard of beta.scent.co? Beta.scent.co is part of the new dApps. Dapps are decentralized applications. We need to go on to places like beta.scent.co or Coil. Um, hopefully, I'm going to get my Coil set up soon. And download the Brave Browser. Brave Browser is a new private browser. You can browse up to three times faster. And you can do uh, anti-fingerprinting technology. And there's also built-in torrenting. And also private Tor windows that open up for the dark web. So it has built-in dark web. And also, if you put MetaMask on, you can use Web3 applications like CryptoKitties. Or you can do Cheese Wizards. I don't know if those... Uh, technically require Web 3.0 or not, but those are cool new dApps out there. There's a new dApp called Audius for audio musicians. If you'd like to talk about using decentralized applications for spiritual stuff like devotees trying to do music, art, poetry, liter literature, or any other cool stuff, we can talk about that all day long. Uh, 
there is a new cool social media that should destroy Facebook, and it's coming out soon. And if you stay tuned to Podcast 108, I will start to reveal more and more secrets about this Facebook destroying social media where you get paid to use it. How does that sound? You can get paid in Ethereum right now if you head on over to beta.cent.co and you can check out my page that I haven't added much stuff yet to because this is all underground, y'all. Okay, that obviously didn't work. Take 47. Podcasting my way out of the material world. Podcast 108. I've been using my new iPad here that I got myself on a deal for my birthday and it's gonna get new ipad os soon and i've been using the new ipad ios 13 with the dark mode i like dark mode what is the coolest new spiritual music let's see if you check me out on apple music i am on there as black bees and i have black bees hive buzz playlist with all the coolest jams so, so far as the spiritual stuff, you can find the new song Bliss by MC Yogi. And don't forget to check out the new track by Kirtania's Shamero. 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 Shai Amero. Shai Yamero. Ooh, Marcus Gad and Tamal has a really cool album that came out earlier this year. I really like the song Enter a Space and Live It Up to the Day is pretty good. That's on Tubes. That's on the Tubes. You can check that out there. Also earlier this year, MC Yogi released Triumphant. That was pretty bomb. Let's see. And Golden State of Mind, he released that. So he's been doing good with some singles there. Finally, after all this wait, the Mayapuris came out with their new album, Nine Islands. Like, the Nine Islands of the Flat Universe. Check that out. I want to talk to more people about that, because that Nine Islands is a direct reference to the Flat Universe ideology. So, let's talk about that idea. I like to goof around and do silly voices, because I was a radio DJ. And I used to give away free soy protein on the radio. And I got in trouble because my work would have expired or near expired stuff. And they thought that people were going to die if I gave them expired potato chips. Health potato chips. So I got pretty popular on the radio because at one point I had about 50 or so containers of organic soy protein. And I was doing the 100 and one reasons to be vegetarian little did i realize because i don't know i just didn't care or it's never just dawned on me that i happened to be djing on a radio station for an agricultural based university so they didn't like my anti-meat talk my anti-meat anti-meat i'd also like to invite people to contact us of course um, on our website, blackbees.net, and also Instagram, black.bees, because the dude who has black bees, I think he is either no longer or he just forgot how to log back into it. But hey, dude out there, if you want to give me my handle, that'd be great because you're not using it, so thanks. But really, uh, we should get on to maybe Patreon with the new EOS 
coin token, um, that would be pretty great. So I'm. we are also on Patreon. The purpose of Black Bee is Patreon. We want to create a collective of devotee artists or devotee curious people. And we want to worldwide. And instead of having like an entertainment group that's focused on hip-hop or focused on rock music or focused on movies or videos or things like that. I am trying to create an artist collective of all different kinds of art. And the idea is that I am really good at curating content and also creative direction, and I am very adept with technology and some of this newer... Um, decentralized apps, dapping at you, 10-4. And I don't know how to make any, but I do understand how they work um, in a deeply philosophical way. So the end game mission of the Black Bees project on Patreon is to, well, I would say one of the end games because it evolves over time and I might be forgetting something even greater. I would like to create a decentralized application for the spiritual community where we can have a tokenized system and we can schedule um, our efforts better when people are doing different retreats or yoga or kirtans and things like that. Uh, we can know where each other are and we can uh, coordinate our efforts better. And I'd also like to say that once we get on our feet here at Podcast 108 and we get the ball rolling on the Patreon, we are going to get involved in donating uh, to charitable works, such as supporting women and girls uh, from India. Already, I have discovered a source of beads for making nice neck beads. So, blackbees.net soon will have... Uh, gemstone neck beads, and I'm going to look into ways of getting the beads polished and um, sealed with some type of something so that they are a lot more durable. They will have a braided metal uh, wire coated in poly that will be much more durable than your traditional uh, poly uh, string. And they will be handmade by starting with just me making neck beads for you guys. So right now, let's see, I think I have some uh, quartz crystal, some amethyst, some rainbow colored, like, uh, you know, I don't know what you call that, but that new, uh, that you see everywhere, the rainbow metal stuff. It, they, I have these, all the ones I just got are all matte, so they um, fit the wooden beads better. And so, yeah, I'll have decent prices and I can hand make them into custom sizes. And I want to do that just to kind of get the ball rolling. I'm going to update our website soon. And I will have uh, probably, I'll have some Black Bees shirts available on there that I will make uh, individually by request to begin with. And so, yeah, I'm going to try to kick it up a notch here for 2020. For the 2000 
and then also 20, the 2020, Tulsi 2020. Yeah, I just checked my notes here, and apparently I had an idea where I was wanting to create a DAP where you can submit ideas for money. So, of course, that's my idea, so give me money. <laughs> no, but seriously, I need money so that I can do more cool stuff. Uh, also, you should know that blackbees.net has been a longtime supporter of Kirtanias. Kirtanias.com, the chant dance experience, donating to Kirtanias since 2014. Yeah, so like I mentioned before, the weather was so terrible that it was raining constantly, and I was recording outside, but now I have a new place to record, so that's good. So yeah, I'd like to apologize to anybody that I might have offended with my crazy, weird voice-making with my, with, my, with my weird voices that I make. And um, also telling people to F off because they, like, don't... They think I'm just talking... think I'm just talking big about decentralized applications and using them for devotional purposes and things like that. And I just don't have time to play people's silly games and I get short-tempered with people. And so, if anybody I offended out there, I apologize. I, I tend to do that sometimes. And um, I'm going to, let's see here. <clears throat> but in all seriosity, in all seriosity here at Podcast 109, we take it all things seriously here and we don't ever, we don't ever do anything that's not serious here at Podcast 108 because then that would be not fun to do in the... People will have fun. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, let's see here. Oh, follow through. I think it's really important that people follow through. And I think the most important thing that we should focus on right now in the devotional and spiritual communities is doing more charitable deeds for our community members and making sure that they are getting the help that they need because it seems right now that most people are interested in kind of like an individualized sort of plan for their spirituality. And I think what I would like to see is more devotees coming together. Love, respect, and unity is the theme of Black Bees. We only drink nectar. In this segment, I'd like to discuss the Game Changers movie. Game Changers, it'll change the way you feel about meat. A UFC fighter's world is turned upside down when he discovers an elite group of world-renowned athletes and scientists who prove that everything he had been taught about protein was a lie. Let me play you a really cool clip here from the Game Changers. Yeah, I, I learned about this movie about a year ago, and it looked like it was uh, undergoing some changes because it looked like some of the cast had changed. I think there was a surfer girl that was supposed to be in it, and I don't recall Arnold Schwarzenegger being uh, scheduled to be in it, nor it being produced by Jackie Chan, executive produced by Jackie Chan, nor directed by James Cameron. So that all happened within last year it seems i'm not sure 
you can fact check me on that. But here, let me play you a really cool clip from The Game Changers. It's probably my favorite clip. And that's not the case at all. If you go to people and say, you must stop eating meat. They will say, fuck you. What the fuck are you to tell me about how to eat? But if you explain it, say, hey, why don't you try once a week? Just chill it with the meat. 50 years ago, no one talked about, hey, maybe you should just get your protein from vegetables. But now, there's many, many athletes, professional athletes, all kinds of different sports that have done extremely well staying away from animal foods. I was trying to argue that dairy could be vegan because I believe that, you know, cows are sentient enough to know, you know, that uh, people want dairy products and that people are like little baby cows and that we're truly far stupider than we think that we are because we're going to defend cows right not to get killed, but we don't, we won't allow them their right to distribute their milk the way that they see fit. Basically, they're too stupid to ever want to give a human their milk. And then I went and spent time on a farm in Texas where a cow we had uh, miscarried, and we had to milk it because it would get infected and injured. So... um. I realized that you we couldn't just dump the milk out and give it to the dog, and the milk was perfectly well. So in that instance, I don't see how that type of animal prog- product isn't, you know, ahimsa. I mean, that's the epitome of, you know, <laughs> how that you could come across the dairy product without causing harm to an animal. But... Besides that, uh, I've been always uh, researching the plant-based diet. And back in the day, I was really into two Australian individuals, a male and a female, which I'm sure that if you uh, did your V-gang research back in the day, you would have heard about these 80-10-10ers and their go-bananas lifestyle. And now they've been kicked out of all the circles for being mean, for being mean vegans. But anyways, um, I tried to do completely uh, fruitarian-based, plant-based diet, and I wasn't able to do it. And then they bullied me, and they were mean to me, and they and they they said that I was a troll, and that I was trying to troll them on the on the book face. And I was like, I ain't trying to do that. And they were like, Of course you are. And I'm like, I think I have a medical condition to where I can't just only eat fruits. Anyways, I figured the key to a delicious smoothie, a delicious smoothie, is to add some oats to it. And then it's cool because somehow the oats are grounding and balance out the fruitiness of a super fruity smoothie. And it doesn't make that weird foam. I like like the weird foam in the smoothies. So... We got this movie, The Game Changers, The Goim Changers, and it's executive produced by Jackie Chan up over the gate, because uh, that's what Jackie Chan does. 
does a Jackie Chan up over the gate. You know, if you catch that reference, you can win the... That's the secret special prize, if you know that reference. Fact check. And then uh, we have Arnold Schwarzenegger, who I played the clip of earlier, who's telling people, chill it with the meat. So that's the message, is watch the Game Changers. Um, the 80-10-10 diet, um, I forget... Oh, I think it's Dr. Douglas Graham who does the 80-10-10 diet. He's the dude that can, like, do those those workouts where you just, like, uh, you, like, basically pin yourself in between a door jam and, like, lift your body off the ground. It's like a, it's an extreme push-up or whatever. He can do those in his 50s. At least that was five, six, seven years ago he was doing that. And... They were talking about, you know, the 80, 10, uh, the China study, 80-10-10 diet, endothelial cells. They were talking about how we don't give birth in litters and we don't sweat from our tongues and how that we, you know, proving that we're not obligate carnivores and that the frugivore type of animals have, you know, teeth that look exactly like ours. And, and I was arguing all these arguments, but now with the Game Changers, I think the most compelling argument in the Game Changers movie is the... The boner meter. They basically, I didn't realize this, but apparently dudes get tons and tons of boners per night. And when I mentioned this to somebody, they're like, of course I knew that. I sleep with a man. And I'm like, um, well, I didn't realize that they got so many boners that you could do a scientific study about their boners because they get so many. But apparently they... You, have that <laughs> in life and not only that but apparently they have a boner meter so they can study your boner to make sure that it's working correctly <laughs> and uh and what they discovered is is that apparently within uh 24 hours within one day if you get the the chickhorn the chorkin burrito instead of the the dead slaughtered animal bird burrito, you can get an increase in your girth of your manhood between 8 and 13%. Within 24 hours of slamming down some of that uh, Chipotle vegan Chipotle burrito. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and then what was the other uh, compelling stuff is, is that the dude, the strongest man, let me look up some info. Let me look up some peeps. Um, let's see here. Uh, James Wilkes. Oh yeah. James Wilkes is really cool because he's like a military dude and he like, he trains the Marines and the Navy SEALs. Like this dude is a true badass and he got injured like Bruce Lee style during his career. And then he, you know, had a uh, reckoning moment and he uh, found out that back in the day, the gladiators were vegetarians because they had strontium in their bones. And you can do a simple test to prove it, which they do on this movie. Uh, spoiler alert, by the way is they just take some of the bone and they put it in, they burn it into some Bernie stuff, some Bernie burn, 
And if it turns red, they're vegetarian. And if it doesn't, they're not. And it turns really good, nice, and ruby red. So they're like super vegetarian y. <laughs> they're more vegetarian. And then um, uh, Patrick, uh, he's like this really strong dude. And he uh, lifted, like, let's see, 555 kilos or something like that. And he lifted it and drug it the farthest distance than anybody has ever done it before. It was really cool. There was supposed to be a surfer in it. I think her name's directed by Oscar-winning documentary filmmaker Louis Saihoyos and executive produced by James Cameron. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jackie Chan, Lewis Hamilton, Novik the The Game Changers tells the story of James Wilkes, elite special forces trainer and the ultimate fighter winner, as he travels the world on a quest to uncover the optimal diet for human performance, showcasing elite athletes, special ops soldiers, visionary scientists, cultural icons, and everyday heroes. What James discovers permanently changes his understanding of food and his definition of true strength. See, I think what happened is the reason why it got delayed and a bunch of people pull out of the movie is that Tyson had to move 30 million U.S. dollars out of meat and into beyond meat. They, uh, yeah, had in the something like 20% of their total assets or something has been moved over to plant-based food products. So anyways, yeah, I can't recommend enough that you go and see The Game Changers on your couch now. Today we have with us my son Radhakanta, and he's going to read from Bhaktivedanta Narayan Goswami Maharaj's Srimad Bhagavad Gita. Yetu Sarvani Karmani, Mai Sanyasya Matpara, Ananye Naiva Yogena, Mam Dhyayanta Upashate, Teshamaham Samurdata, Mrityu Samsara Sagarat, but to those who dedicate all of their actions to me in order to obtain me, O Partha, absorbing themselves exclusively in worship of me with unalloyed devotion, I award swift deliverance from the ocean of birth and death. Uh, Sarartha Varshini. Sri Bhagavan says, Simply by bhakti alone, without jnana, my devotees are blissfully freed from all from material existence. Here, the word sannyas means to renounce. Whoever gives up all prescribed duties to attain me, disregarding fruitive activities, empiric knowledge, austerities, and other processes, and who engages in worship of me with exclusive devotion, is easily and happily freed from the material world. As it is said in Srimad Bhagavatam 11.20.32-33, whatever result one achieves by the performance of fruitive activities, austerities, empiric knowledge, and renunciation, and also whatever my devotee may desire, be it the heavenly planets, liberation, or even residence in my abode, can all easily be obtained by the performance of my bhakti yoga. It is also said in the Narayaniya Moksha Dharma, the fruits one receives by performing sadhana to attain the four human goals of life are attained by a person who has taken refuge in Sri Narayan without performing any extraneous endeavor. If one asks, by which sadhana do they cross over this material world, then listen. This question is improper in itself because I personally deliver them even if they do not perform any sadhana. From this statement it is understood that Bhagavan exhibits his affection, Vatsyalabhav, only to his devotees and not to the jnanis. Sarvarta Varshini Prakashika Viti. 
In the previous two verses, Sri Bhagavan is explaining the glories of exclusive devotion to him, Ananya Bhakti, and the glories of his exclusive devotee, Ananya Bhakta. By performing this one-pointed devotion and by receiving the mercy of Bhagavan, an unalloyed devotee can very easily cross over the ocean of material existence and attain supremely blissful loving service to Sri Bhagavan. Krishna himself is the shelter or foundation of the impersonal feature of Brahma. This Sri Krishna, Swayam Bhagavan, that form of Godhead who has no source other than himself, is also the source of Paramama and all divine incarnations, avatars. A devotee who knows this reality takes shelter of exclusive one-pointed devotion in the association of devotees. He does not have to undergo the difficulties experienced by those who worship the featureless and formless Brahma, as described above in either of the stages of practice or perfection. In a short time, he easily attains service to Sri Bhagavan that is filled with prem. In introducing the devotees who take shelter of such exclusive pure devotion, Sri Bhagavan says such one-pointed devotees consider their prescribed duties of varna and ashram to be the obstacles to bhakti and completely give them up. They consider loving service to me to be the one and only goal worth attaining. And with exclusive devotion, they engage in worshiping me by hearing, chanting, and remembering my names, forms, qualities, and pastimes. Even during the sadhana stage, while performing shravana, hearing, kirtana, chanting, and so forth, they become absorbed in me. I very quickly deliver such devotees. Those hearts are attached to me and who are fully absorbed in me. From this ocean of material existence, which is very difficult to cross, they need not be in anxiety about traversing it, like the jnanis and yogis are. Furthermore, they are unable to tolerate any delay in achieving me. Placing them on the back of my carrier Garuda, I quickly carry them to my abode. They do not attain mukti gradually, though the paths of archi, light, and so forth, as followed by the jnanis and yogis. By my own will, I free them from this illusory world, bringing them to my abode and engaging them in prema-filled devotional service to me. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur quotes Krishna as saying, I very quickly deliver they who take shelter of my personal feature from the ocean of material existence, characterized by birth and death. Such persons make all bodily and social activities completely subordinate to my bhakti, and they always meditate upon me. By the process of exclusive devotion to me, they worship my internal, beautiful, human-like form of Krishna. In this way, their hearts become completely absorbed in me. In other words, in, the, in their conditioned state, I give them liberation from the bondage of this illusory material existence. After their bondage to Maya has been cut, I protect them, I protect them from the death of thinking that they are non-different from me. This self-destructive conception of oneness is the cause of inauspiciousness for those who, have a, who are attached to, my, to the unmanifest. My vow is, my vow is yeyata mam prapadyante tams tataiva bhajami aham. Gita 4.11. From this it is understood that those who meditate on the unmanifest, avyakta, merge with my avyakta swarup. Where is the loss in this? Having attained such a destination, the importance or utility of the jiva's intrinsic form is withdrawn or destroyed. That was a Black Bees production.